Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. I'm your host, Vincent Bradis, Assistant Athletics Director for Strategic Communications. And today's episode, we've got the big men up front. We've got mm-hmm. defensive lineman Carl Brooks and Walt Hare. So I just want to welcome you both to the to the show today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Yep. Glad, Glad to be here. Uh, for, first off, um, you both have been in the program for a while. Uh, Walt, we'll start with you. What was your first impression of Carl when he came back in 2018? Uh, when he came, I was like, who is this dude in a beater? <laughs> you know, he had a beater on. Uh, we just got done uh, running 12 gassers that day with Coach Williams. And I was like, dang, we got another D lineman? You know what I mean? I was confused, but yeah. <laughs> Man, my first day, I remember I had an, an official visit with Bowling Green already committed, so I just came and checked it out. Uh, I walk out there, you know, I had a beater on, chain, shorts, <laughs> slides, no socks. I just walk out there, and uh, they running gassers, and uh, I'm like, dang, that's what they got going on? It's, it's like 90 degrees. And, uh, for real. So, walk out there, guy walk up to me, a D-lineman, forgot who it was. He was like, hey, man, take your chain off. Coach Williams don't like chains. <laughs> oh, no, for real, hey, right for there real. to there, I'm shook. I'm like, man, what? I'm not even. I'm like, all right. Took it off. They finished out running, and they started practicing. It was just a crazy experience from the start. Do you remember, Walt, what was, Carl, what was your uh, first impression? <sighs> man, it was so long ago. It just They was just all dying. They were running gas. I don't even remember. I mean, I remember seeing him out there. He was a... Uh, He's the same guy he is now. He was a loud guy, so you you, you got to recognize him. You got you got you you can see him. So it's just like, man, this is college football. That was just like a like a, a wake up for me. Was that your welcome to college football moment? Definitely my work welcome. Yeah. What, what about you, Walt? Uh, mine was probably uh going against Jack Kramer and Ryan and Ryan Hunter and uh, when I was on scout team when I was a freshman. <laughs> And just going against the uh, the number one the number one offense, and it was just like like dang, like I'm really here, you know what I mean? It was just like a, a reality coming to, it was a dream coming coming to reality. It was just it was it, it was just a lot of stuff to take in, you know what I mean? And you, you mentioned Ryan Hunter, you know, someone that went on to the NFL. Does that mm-hmm. give you um, encouragement when you you first come into college and you're like mm-hmm. your eyes are wide? big and wide and just kind of taking everything in that you're going up against somebody that ended up going on to the next level that's still at the next level. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, how did that, you know, encourage you as you went for, for, uh, further into your career just uh, making plays and just getting after it every day? It was just like, uh, really, I was just like, okay, I ran up against a NFL tackle. And I was like, yeah, like, I could do anything. You know what I mean? But you always come across a guy that's that's – that is good as him, you know what I mean, and it was just it was just like a motivation, like okay, if if he could beat me, then I could beat him, you know what I mean, like it was just it was just an experience. <laughs> For real. Now, now you all have been kind of in the same position group, and uh, you've been here almost as long as uh, each other. I think Walt, you've been here one year longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Carl, what do you think's contributed to the growth of your friendship over the years? Now, I definitely say them days where you got to wake up at five thirty, and there's just nobody but your guys in there, and you know you running together, you eating together, you hanging out together. You just you grow a bond over those times, and like the summer is a great example. Like the summer is just those dog days. The summer just 
it's hot, you running, and you don't got nobody to count on but your but your teammate. Mine just walk. So I leaned on him, he leaned on me, and then we just started like going back to each other, just making each other better. So I feel like mm-hmm. that really grew our friendship a lot. Uh, well, yeah, definitely, uh, especially on the field. But uh, how could I say like like if I'm calling out a run play, Carl's expecting a run play. You know what I mean? Because he trusts me that much, and vice versa, and. And how we got like close, 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 close together was like hanging outside of football, texting each other here and there, FaceTiming each other at random times. Like, yeah, what you doing? Oh, I'm in study hall. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. cool, cool. All right, and then it was just it was just those those dog days. Like, it's just like the little things. Like, if he's dog tired, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm gonna give him some water. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to hurry up and find a bottle of water somewhere. And yeah, it was just it was just the dog days, the workouts. Um, but I say we're all going through it together. Tough times make great bonds, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it really does sound like, you know, family type, mm-hmm. caring for each other. And for those that have never really been part of a football team, and uh, I mean, it's sometimes it's hard to have those close bonds with 100-some yeah. guys on the roster. But, um, you know, just what is that, you know, camaraderie like when you get within your position group or in probably the defense as a whole? Mm-hmm. He speak to you know speak to that just you know your favorite parts of that bonding and just uh um being having those relationships Mm -hmm. the d-line room it's it's a lot of unique personalities (laughs) it's a lot lot. (laughs) everybody has their different not say role but their different attitudes they're Mm -hmm. different how to wait character yeah character exactly character how to make people laugh and Who's who's making y'all laugh the most man. these days? <laughs> Everybody. Man, I, man, number one though. Yeah, I gotta go, Dontrez. Yeah, Dontrez, bro. He's, <laughs> he's easy. What's it about Dontrez that's just so funny? Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just him. Yeah. Like, oh, no, you have to be in there to like experience it. It's yeah. just him. He's, him yeah. as a person. He's he just always funny. comes in with a smile. So I'm like, yeah, what you laughing at? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that infectious, you know, when someone has that type of personality? Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. is. Yeah, when, when when someone has a good time, then everybody has a good time. You like, you mean? might have a bad day, and then Don Trez just walk in the room and just make you forget all of it. Like, you just forget why you're <laughs> yeah. mad. Yeah, for real. That's, I mean, that's great to have. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it seems like he's a, a unique uh, asset in that yeah, room. definitely. Uh, Carl, you were named captain by your peers last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're back. What what was that feeling like, and how have you seen yourself grow into a leader during your time here? Um, when I got a nominated captain, it just made me feel like my teammates trust me. Um, they trust what I do on the field, off the field. They look at me as a leader, and I really appreciate that. And when I got nominated, it like it made me go harder because I didn't want to disappoint none of my guys. So uh, it pushed me in practice, just knowing I'm the captain, like knowing I can't mess up type of attitude but I like it I like that challenge so uh being a uh being a captain I mean it's fun it's definitely fun if you like to be challenged so I really like embraced it you know you know Walt being someone that you know has worked alongside him these Mm -hmm. last few years what have you seen in Carl yeah to get to that point to you know to to lead especially from a defensive standpoint man he get better every year (laughs) as I can say man I'm proud of him you know what I mean I seen I seen when he was wearing uh, number 17 to 44 to, what, 11 now? 11. Yeah, so, like, I seen him grow, and when he got elected as captain, I was like, you know I mean? I voted for him, so I was like, yeah, he definitely deserve it 
from it was just every, every year it get better, get better, and then it was his time to step up. You know what I mean? What are some traits that really stick out to you? Him, him just leading, like just knowing the knowledge of the game. Yeah, um, I can say his personality. Everybody, everybody, I would say everybody wants to talk to him, but everybody wants to get to know him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how was Carl? So good. I'm like, okay, let me let me go see see the secret saucer. You know what I mean? Like, like even I look up to him, especially like especially with pass rush. He's getting sacks. What are you the seventh? Seventh all time, yeah. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, I'm like, shoot, I'm trying to get ten this year, so I can be on the list. Something, but yeah, I definitely look up to him. I mean, I always ask him, especially during pass rush, like, yeah, how, what steps am I doing wrong? What, uh, what do I need to do more? What do I need to? It's just, it's just a lot. Like, I just, I'm, I'm excited for him. Proud of him. Um, for those that have never played football, uh, or those that might be specialty players can you explain what the trenches are like you know with defensive line and offensive line and like what is that game day what is that battle like you know like how do you size up your opponent Mm -hmm. what have you you know what have you heard from Mm -hmm. them you know that's obviously clean but just uh does it have you ever heard any offensive linemen that have researched you to talk trash or have you done the same uh Oh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Like I being in the trenches, be. though, it is different from like opposition because like you constantly, you know, getting contacted. You got to be, you got to be that big dude. Like you got to be that big guy. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a mindset too. Like you got to do it play after play after play. And um, Coach Camp did a great job and prepares mm-hmm. for it. So I can definitely give a shout out to him for it. But I never like in a game had nobody come up to me and brought my personal life into <laughs> yeah, it. That, no, that ain't no. never really happened to me. No. And if I did, I probably like laughed at him or something. Like, but, how you know that? Yeah, like how you know? <laughs> you researching me? Yeah. Like, nah, I don't yeah, think I, that ever happened. To me. I remember having an offensive lineman that told me once that he researched whoever he thought he was going up against. He was a tackle, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I I remember. He told me that, and a couple weeks later, we were at Florida State, and one of their DNs started throwing haymakers. I was like, ooh, he must have got <laughs> yeah, some good yeah, stuff nah, in. that's yeah, crazy. He definitely, got a, <laughs> nah, he definitely got in this game. That's yeah. crazy. Um, what, about, what about you, Walt? Uh, like I say, uh, nah, I mean, the the trenches, it is, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Coach Camp always says, we're in a foxhole. You know what I mean? We're uh, blood, sweat, and tears, so... You just got to know what you got to do. Shout out to Coach set. Camp again. Yep, yep. Big shout out to Coach <laughs> Camp. But you just got to know what you got to do. I say one false step, that could that could break out into a big play. So you got to be on top of everything. Now, if you get like double team, because I'm sure there's times Man. where you know, there's different things like that. As frustrating as that is, is there a part of you knowing that, well, you know what, someone's going on blocked? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, Coach Lou changed our defense. So we kind of – Expect double teams. Yeah, we really embrace it. Yeah, like um. So, you know, when you get that double team, you just know you freeing up somebody in the back end. Now you only get mad if that play break big. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's when you get mad because it's like you know somebody <laughs> nah, was yeah, free. Really. But <laughs> you know, if we get tackles, get TFLs, get stops at the line of scrimmage, I'm happy. Like I ain't even mad at the double team. Yeah. It is what it is. If y'all want to waste a play and double team me mm-hmm. just to get a zero yard, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy. So it is what it is. Yeah, two to take one. Two to take one. <laughs> yeah, how much you know pride did y'all have with just the effort the defense had last year? I mean, you uh, had one of the better years over the last decade, mm-hmm. and you know just giant steps. And obviously, there were some injuries that kind of hurt as the year went on. But mm-hmm. to you know to stop some of these teams, especially early in the year when you were fully you know hundred mm-hmm. percent, and um, did you see, you see the the work? 
come into fruition, basically? And how, how does that how does mm-hmm. that uh, inspire you as you know we get into January and February and this spring going yeah. into next fall? It's just it's just being it's just having fun, really. Uh, football is all about the process, the grind, and that's what the defense all been doing. I say uh, we all we all been in our playbook a lot. So like now we're learning about the whys, adding new plays instead of just going over the same old plays, and it's just it's just it's just a blessing for real. Uh, I say before, of course, everybody seen the scores, what was going on in the past two three years, and it's just where we are at now. It's just a blessing. It's just we just got each other back. And picking back up on when he said like people always seen the scores, but people ain't never really watched the film, mm-hmm. so. Like, when we watched the film, we'd be like, damn, we was one play away. Yeah. And that was constant. Play. Like, last year before we had, like, a good defensive year, it was constant. It was like, dang, one play would have changed the whole game. And mm-hmm. then we went out there and started doing it. We still sparks of it, I'll say that. And then, you know, um, just really proud of our guys for stepping up. You know, we had learned a couple of different systems, and I feel like we're real comfortable in what we in now. Everybody know it. Everybody back. People just having fun out there, like yeah. Walt said, just flying around, flying to the ball, making plays. Like, Coach Lou just makes the game fun now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's fun but serious at the same time. Yeah. So, How does that, when you, you you see on the film that you are potentially some games one play away or two plays away, uh, you know, how does that guide your focus now? I would say uh, seeing it on film being one play away, it was tough. And we was tired of hearing the same thing. We was one play away. We was one play away. So, like... When the year went, when we had a good defense, like, we, we took into consideration, like, we come out of halftime, they get a big play. We come out of halftime, now we getting four and out. And then that kind of just boosts our defense through the mm-hmm. whole game because we always come out fast, I feel like, always. Mm-hmm. It's just halftime, we come out, they score. So now it's like, when we come out of halftime, it's a mindset to get a four and out, get off the field ASAP. Just to give our defense a boost. And once we get that boost, there's nobody can stop us. Yeah. Nobody. Send the tone up. Setting the tone up front early. <laughs> this is uh, great stuff. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back, uh, get into some more uh, personal stuff, kind of get to know you all mm-hmm. a little bit more. So we'll be back in a, a short while. BGSU football season tickets are on sale now. Every Falcon game is a must-see, including BGSU's 100th homecoming versus Marshall. Call 877-BGSU-TICKET or visit bgsufalcons.com to reserve your digital tickets today. Season tickets start at just $60. Falcon football, fly with us. Welcome back to the Fly With Us podcast. We have Carl Brooks and Walt Hare on the show today. Uh, We talked a lot of football um, before the break. Uh, coming back uh, away from the game, you know, I want to know what your passions are. You know, we'll start with you, Walt. Uh, mm-hmm. You're an aviation's major. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your interests there? I, I, for people that don't know, Bowling Green State University is one of the very few campuses, college campuses in the country that actually have an airport on campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been flying, or you have a different? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you been up there? I mean, or or is there a? Uh, uh, a different aspect of uh, of that world that you want to be a part of, and if you are flying, I'm you know, is, would Carl fly with you? <laughs> Man, I don't know if we could fit in the plane for real. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> well, I gotta get some years before I get in there. Let's <laughs> see. So, uh, I work at the uh, the airport as a flight support as a flight support technician, and it's just like just being around that planes. It just give me. 
like just give me my wings. You know what I mean? Like, like. So what you do? You you work on them? Man, I work on them. I feel mm. them. I tell them. Okay. They're my babies, basically. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I always take care of them. And it's just it's just a lot of fun. Uh, I'm more I'm more of an aspect of the engineering aspect of it, more of the mechanic part. But the flying, nah. I, um, one time I was working and I just sat in the plane, start cleaning it. And I'm like. Hey, my shoulder's touching the window to the other window. See, like, <laughs> and I was like, nah, this ain't for me, probably. Flying's not for me, probably. But you but you enjoy th- that world that you're a part of, and that's mm-hmm. something that you want to go yeah. into for sure whenever that the day that football is, is over? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I said, after football, I plan on going out to Arizona to see more, more opportunities. And if not, I'm going to just keep looking for that right job. And when I do... I'm gonna just take it off from there. That's awesome. I, I lived in Phoenix for eight years, so it's mm-hmm. a it's a fun state. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of one of my other homes. Um, what about what about you, Carl? Some passions you have um, that people uh, might not know about, or that people do know about. But uh, let's let's get under the helmet with Carl Brooks. <laughs> under the helmet. So uh, me, I'm pretty much a laid back guy. I mean, I got a dog, I got a uh, wife as well. So me and her just hang out with him, and you know. We find activities for our dogs to do. You know, we go on walks all the time, go get pup cups, that type of deal. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, we, I'm pretty much laid back, you know. I mean, I'm into, like, series on TV. Yeah. What are you watching? Yeah. I don't know if you know. It's called Snowfall. I watch Snowfall. I watch Power. Yeah. BMF. All that. Big, big shout out to Stars, man. Yeah. Shout <laughs> out to Stars. What type of dog y'all have? We got a Pitbull. Pitbull. Yep. Young guy. About nine months, so he's a little baby. But what's his name? Milo. Milo. Yeah, that's Milo. Awesome. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I be doing. I'm a big family guy too. So anytime, any chance I get, mm-hmm. I can go hang back with my mom and dad. I'm on the road, going back home, hanging out with them when I can. Uh, yeah, you're from Lansing. So how how far of a trek is that? Uh, it's not that far. It's only about two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of moves me into kind of where I want to go. You know, coming from Lansing, uh, I've only been there once. Um, but for anyone that's never been or you know passing through town, like if they had to go to one food spot, mm. like where would they go and what do they need to get? Well, I'm gonna say this: my dad had a restaurant in Lansing called Ida Soul Food and Carryout. Ooh, that was yeah, the spot. Don't that, good. Yeah, we'll have my dad before. <laughs> yeah, the ribs. That was the, the pop. Yeah, that was the place to go. But like right now, I would say Eastside Fish Fry. It's like a little chicken spot they got down there that's really good. I go down mm-hmm. there every time I go home. Well, what 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 should we get? See me, I'm I'm into the catfish nuggets, the gizzards, that type of deal. Like I love gizzards. That's probably like my top three food. It sounds good. Yeah, it is. Have you been? Have you? Is he taking nah, you back to Lansing? No, I haven't went yet. But I we do going, like catfish man. nuggets. <laughs> we definitely going. I do like catfish nuggets. We definitely so. gonna go. Now you know, moving to to you, Walt from mm-hmm. Indianapolis. Yes. Uh, kind of the same question. I I have been to Indianapolis as mm-hmm. well. Uh, the one spot I do like there is St. Elmo, so it's, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. you can get uh, some shrimp cocktail. <laughs> uh, it'll open up your sinuses for those that have never been. But uh, you know, same thing. You know, mm-hmm. Indianapolis people are going through town. You have one one spot they got to hit. Where should they go? One spot. Yeah, tell there's me, a lot of please. spots in Indianapolis. Man. I just got to rep my city for real. Well, give give me three. Uh, I mean, Indianapolis is bigger than Lansing. Okay. La Hacienda. I'm a big Mexican food person. Okay, respect that. Uh, R&R Extreme Wings. Big wing person, too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me see. 
Probably probably juicy seafood. Mm. Juicy seafood. Yeah. Mm. Juicy seafood's good. What what do you get there? What or really what, should, get, what should we get there? Yeah. You know, I mean the crab, the shrimp. Sounds good. The sausages. Seafood mm. boil type. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Seafood boil. Spicy yeah. guy. Uh mid. 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 <laughs> mid. Mid. You know, you you threw out the Mexican food, uh love it. I grew up in California. You know, we're going out to California. Mm-hmm. Uh, UCLA, uh, the Rose Bowl. Have you all been to California before? And mm-hmm. Nope. No. Uh, nope. I don't think so. I haven't. So, what what are your thoughts about being able to go out there mm-hmm. and open up the season and being able to play in such a historic uh, venue? First off, what a way to open up the season! Yeah, that's a blessing. <laughs> Big shout right? out to BGS. Yeah, that's a blessing <laughs> right down there. And to play in the Rose Bowl, so many people get to play in that stadium. And think about all the greats that did yeah, play in that yeah. stadium. Like a blessing. For that's real. just gonna be a blessing just to even be down there. But you know, I'm definitely gonna be sightseeing. We on the bus. Yeah, be looking out the plane window, mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a business at the same yeah, time. Business at the same time. You can't be too excited, yeah, but you got to be yeah. focused. Hopefully, Coach yeah. left, let us stay an extra day. <laughs> get the me? W, right? Yeah, get yeah. the W, stay down there an extra day. But, no, nah, that's definitely going to be exciting. It's going to be a fun trip, but business at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I grew up in San Diego, and I grew up going to games at the Rose Bowl. It's a beautiful setting, um, and there is definitely a lot of history. I mean, even just with Bowling Green ties, uh, mm-hmm. Phil Villapiano, big-time mm-hmm. alum, he won mm-hmm. a Super Bowl in that venue. Yeah. Uh, you know, Matt McDonald's dad won a national championship for USC in that venue. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, our coaching staff with all the Rose Bowl appearances as players and coaches. I mean, it's yeah. it's definitely going to be like a, a homecoming of sorts for so mm-hmm. many. And, yeah. Um, it is, it's actually Bowling Green is the only Mac school that's ever played in the Rose Bowl. Making history. Back in the 60s, uh, they did. And then ever since the FBS-FCS merger in 78, mm-hmm. no Mac schools have played there. So right. then will be the you know the first one since that merger so it's okay. uh it's a great great experience and uh, i'm sure you know if you're foodies oh, yeah. a lot of different places yeah. you could hit up yep. definitely <laughs> definitely got to um you're kind of moving on and we we uh talked a little bit carl about uh the sacks um i just kind of was curious like you know is there one that sticks out to you the most or one that you're you know like when you think about because obviously sometimes you start mm-hmm. i mean numbers start adding up you can't remember every single one you might during the game and then after the game but at mm-hmm. some point it all yeah. kind of muddled together are there any that just stick out to you i got two that really stick out to me my first ever sack as a true freshman we was playing eku they mm-hmm. did a little rollout i was right there in his face my, my very first sack i didn't even know it was a sack thought it was a tfl because <laughs> came to the sideline like, you know that was a sack i'm like no nah, i know so i was excited with that one the second one I would say against Minnesota, that was like my probably my favorite set because it's just so clean. Yeah. But I would say that those are my two favorite ever. Everything else I probably don't even remember, but them two is gonna always be engraved probably in me forever. Yeah, the Minnesota game was you know a special moment for the team last year. Uh, for those that you know, obviously a lot of people watched it um, whether they were there or on TV. But you know, what was that? What was that like? And just that the momentum as the defense just kept making stop after stop and. You know, even just like those last two interceptions mm-hmm. to pretty much, you know, to seal it. Just, you know, just the the mindset y'all had. And just, yeah. uh, well, when Minnesota scored, I think right out of halftime. Yeah, right. And out. the defense, we uh, we came to the sideline as a group, like, yeah, like, like no, like we're not gonna do that. We're not about to do that. And like they're not gonna score no more. And that kind of had a mindset, like, 
we had to put that backpack on. You know what I mean? We had to we had to try to carry the team, and of course the offense did did wonderful, especially with the plays that they made during the uh, clutch times. And it was just it was just like like dang, like we beat a Big Ten team. You know what I mean? And it was just it was just like a lot to take in at that moment. You know, and because you know we returned so many people mm-hmm. from last year's team, just. Uh, what's that type of confidence, you know, just going in, bring, going yeah. into 2022? Uh, what you want to say? I would say, like, having all these guys come back, Darren, Ferd, you know, Jordan, Walt, having those guys come back is definitely exciting. This is simple fact that we know what's at hand. We know we have to be focused for all four quarters and great things will happen. And nobody really knew. Nobody has to learn the playbook. So everybody's just going to be rolling and just be clicking. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be fast football, like from BG Falcons. Like, it's just going to be really exciting. I can't wait for it. That's definitely uh, a lot of excitement heading into 2022 mm-hmm. just because of just returning as many uh, individuals as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and bringing in some guys. Yeah. Bringing in some real good talent as well. Yeah. So. I'm really excited just to see what this season brings for us. You know, who, who stuck out to you so far this spring? I would say Especially of the of the new of the new uh, individuals. It's two guys. Um, one guy that stuck out was Chris Bacon. Just how fast he's learning our playbook no, and uh, making plays out there is mm-hmm. really like you know helping our DBs. And the second guy I was, is an offensive guy. I would say Terion. He uh, he's really putting that offense on his back. Definitely that running back group leads and follows behind him. You know, they move how he move, and he been bringing energy every day, which I really appreciate because, uh, you know, our offense is a great offense, but with him clicking, it's even better. So, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I'll say the same thing. Uh, one other guy I'll probably add into there is Jakari. Jakari, yeah. Jakari came too. in and is center. Like, yeah, yeah, center. Yeah, and it actually, like, you could tell, like, okay. Okay, yeah, like, 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 like he's trying to be the anchor. You know what I mean? He's trying to hold it down for him, and and I'm excited for the offensive line for real. I said we go against them all the time, and they give us a challenge, we give them a challenge, and it's vice versa. We just back and forth. People feed off his energy yeah, as well yeah, too. That, that raises their game when Jakari came in, so that's definitely exciting. It's, mm-hmm. it's good working practice as well. That's great stuff. Um, pretty much all the time we have for you both. Uh, I mean, I guess just to close real quick, I mean, you know, we'll do it both ways. Walt, you know, I just, what's one thing about Carl that people might not know about and <laughs> vice versa? Something that, you know, from, you know, because I can sit there and be Carl, you know, what what do people don't know about you? You know, or Walt, what mm-hmm. do people not know about you? But what's something mm-hmm. that people might not know about Carl? About Carl? Oh, huh. Let me see. Let me think. PG. <laughs> <laughs> Can be Okay, okay, from the okay. Carl Brooks from the lens of Walt Harris. <laughs> okay, man, he said he's laid back, but he's really not. Honestly, I feel like you know, what I mean? every time I see him, he 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 has a lot of energy. Uh, but no, like Carl, I don't know for real. Like it's just like, hmm, I'm trying to think. <laughs> hey, trying I to got something for you though, but. <laughs> But he's not that good at Madden at all. See, I knew. See, look, he, I knew he's good at Madden. Yeah, he's not that good at Madden. See, for I was real. gonna say that. Now I got to. So look, me and Walt play Madden. Man, first of all, who do you play with? Really, anybody. We we did our favorite teams. Yeah, he Colts. had the Colts. You know I, I mean? had the Vikings. Didn't I? Yeah, yeah, I had the Vikings. I won the first game. 
He started on pro. I did, it wasn't, <laughs> he started on I pro. I did it. It wasn't on pro. It was on and then pro. even when I did, even if it was on pro, I said walk. Because it was 7-0. I said, take that 7 away. He's like, no, I'll just keep playing. So I killed him. Man. And then we came back. Uh-huh. I beat him again. No, he beat me, but he ran the ball every play. <laughs> what you mean? What, so, what if, what if, but one thing people don't know, one thing people don't know about, about Walter here is uh, there's a couple of things. One, <laughs> Walt is funny on the low. Like, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a group of us talking on the D line. If something don't make sense, Walt just give him that look. Like, what are you talking about? But it's just Walt is funny on the low. You got to catch him. That's the thing. Like, I be catching him because I be knowing what he about to do. It. So you got to really just catch him <laughs> when he in the attic. So that's one thing people don't really know. Like, Walt like is like really funny. Like, I don't know how to say it. Like, they just got to be around you to see mm-hmm. it. Like we in a group and walk behind somebody, just know it's about to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I see. And I guess just uh, to actually wrap up, just uh, um, why should fans come out to Doit Perry Stadium this year? I'll say, uh, I say, I always said around the defense. Since Mm -hmm. it's like my last year, you know what I mean. Not 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 just because it's my last year, but we haven't had. A winning season in a while and I feel like this year is going to be very different like I said on Twitter uh, I want the whole cake you know what I mean I want I want the Mac I want I want the rivalry game the big rivalry game <laughs> um, I want the the out-of-conference teams and I'm just I'm just really excited for it and I feel like this year this year is going to be a different year that's awesome come fly with us right mm, yeah come fly yeah, yeah. don't be scared <laughs> Anything to add on to that, uh, Carl, or did Walt nail it? Walt really nailed it. I really just say come out because it's going to be an exciting year. Yeah. It's going to be guys flying around. It's going to be guys making plays. Coach Left got that offense firing. Defense got that uh, defense going. You know, all our guys is back. It's just time to go now. Yeah. It's time to win. Well, I appreciate you, Carl and Walt, for uh, stopping by the Fly With Us podcast. And uh, all our best. We'll see you out there at uh, – practice and as well as the spring game on april 23rd at doit perry stadium 11 Mm a.m thanks gentlemen thank you i appreciate it